Hey, Raymond here from the Beginner Photography Podcast, and my lucky number is 25. What's yours? Okay, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Beginner Photography Podcast with Raymond Hatfield, the podcast dedicated to helping you grow your photography skills. Raymond interviews the world's top photographers in their field to ask questions that will get you taking better photos today. Now, with you as always, husband, father, home brewer, LA Dodger fan, and Indianapolis wedding photographer, Raymond Hatfield. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining me today for this episode of the Beginner Photography Podcast. I am sick. I am so sick. I'm pretty sure that I have uh, bronchitis, but uh, I'm not a doctor, so don't quote me on that. And uh, uh, luckily, things are on the uh, up and up. I'm starting to feel better, but uh, it's still it's still hitting me pretty hard. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time this week just kind of hanging out on the couch, trying to do as little as possible to uh, to uh, to not bring up another coughing fit. But uh, I'm here. I feel I feel good enough today uh, that I want to share this interview with you guys. So um, it is. It's that time of year, right? It's 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 winter. It's holidays. I'm looking out my window right now, and it's uh, it's <laughs> it's surprisingly like nice outside, uh, which is rare for this time of year. But like two days ago, it was it was snowing like crazy, and it was 27 degrees, and it's very unpredictable. And this just isn't the the prime time uh, for for weddings for me as a as a wedding photographer. Winter is, it, it, it's a great time, right? It's, it offers a lot more time freedom for uh, wedding photographers than like the warm summer months, obviously. A lot of people get married in the summer, not so much in the winter. So what do wedding photographers do in the winter, right? What do uh, portrait photographers do in the winter? If you shoot like on location or outside, you know, what do you do? If you don't have a studio, you're probably going to be inside as well. So uh, these winter months, although uh, you may not be shooting as much as, as you were when you could just walk out your front door with a camera at a moment's notice, uh, the winter can still provide um, great time to, to, to look back and reflect for growth for this next year. I honestly, uh, as much as I don't really like the snow, I love this time of year as a photographer uh, for that exact reason, right? If uh, I'm sure a lot of you listening right now can can resonate with this. If if you have a nine to five job, you go to work every day, and sometimes it feels very monotonous. <laughs> you do the same thing every day, nothing changes, and you just keep 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 moving on, keep moving forward. Um, some of you may not resonate with that, and and you are uh, some of the lucky few. But those of you who do, um, <clears throat> you'll, I, I did, that was my, that was what I had to do once I moved to, uh, here to Indiana, the, the job that I took, it was, was at a factory, and that's what it was, it was just in and out every single day, the exact same thing, and it was so boring, um, it offered no, no change, and now as a photographer, and someone who can kind of set their own schedule, I really appreciate this block of, uh, time as, as a time for change because it, it reminds me that, you know, I had a great year this last year and I'm looking forward to having another great year this next year, right? Whereas if you just went into a studio every day, shot the same portraits every single day, uh, this time of year would, would just 
the only difference is that it would be freezing cold. It would it would make it worse. So I personally love the winter for that reason is that it, it forces me to take a step back, really kind of examine the big picture and uh, kind of evaluate where I want to uh, take my, my, my skills as a photographer and my business. Um, but I think that too many times uh, we go out uh, to shoot with, with these really high expectations. I know I do, right? I go out, and today included, we're, we're taking the kids to the uh, Children's Museum. And uh, this year I've really been trying to use my uh, GoPro as much as possible, my little GoPro 7 uh, Black, which is honestly um, my go-to camera. I love, I love this camera. It is so much fun. It is so much fun. And remember, I am giving one of these away on the podcast. Uh, and all you got to do is sign up for the Beginner Photography Podcast um, two-day photography boot camp, which you can do over on the Beginner Photography Podcast uh, dot com. Sign up there and you will be entered to uh, to win a GoPro by the end of the year here in uh, well, just a few weeks. Jeez. So um, so today, like I said, I, I really have high expectations, right? I'm going to take this out. I'm going to shoot some videos, going to shoot some photos, bring it home, try to edit it all together into something like really fun and, and interactive and, and, and playful and, and, and captivating. And every single time that I go out with those expectations, every time I want to try something new, I will, uh, um, I'll go out there and I'll try it, right? So let's just take, for example, today, one thing uh, um, that I might want to try is is putting the GoPro on Charlie, like as a, as a chest mount, right? And then just kind of get his point of view. But I'm sure that I'll, I'll set it up. And if something were to go wrong, maybe it like it's too loose, it's too, you know, whatever, it just bounces around too much. I'll probably just completely abandon it and whatever other uh, plans I had uh, for the day. And then I'll just resort to shooting how I normally shoot. You know, and, and there's, there's, that, that's what kind of sucks about all this. Um, you, you got these, you got these high expectations and then that you're going to have the best shoot of your life. You go out there, quickly fall upon the exact same old routines. Uh, and a lot of times you don't even notice that you're, you're, you're doing that, right? So before your shoot, you're all excited that you're going to get something new and exciting. And then at the end of it, uh, Without noticing that you went back to your old ways, when you start to like look at the footage, look at the photos, you realize, oh, I didn't, uh, nothing changed here. Like, and then after a while, you start to feel kind of stale and boring with your photos, and slowly you stagnate and you you lose that passion that you once had for photography. Well, lucky for you, winter is here. <laughs> like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, since it's winter, we have the perfect opportunity for reflection. We can go back and we can reflect on the previous year. And so so that's 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 what I want you to do sometime this week, right? Or right. sometime during this winter. I want to say this week in the hopes that 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 you will actually take action upon this and not just think oh, I got plenty of time this winter and then never get around to it. So um, I want you to do this this week, okay? So for some of you um, you keep all of your, your, your photos organized in, in Lightroom or uh, Apple Photos, Google Photos, you know, whatever it is that you use to store and organize your photos. I want you to take a day, an entire day, okay? And throughout the whole day, go through your photos that you, that you had taken over the past year and try to find some patterns. So maybe it's Maybe it's how you framed things uh, in, in a certain way. I know for me, I love to uh, keep my subject in the bottom right of the frame. Um, and then, you know, everything else 
like if I'm taking like a nice wide photo, everything else fills up the, the, the rest of the frame, like the you know trees or sunset or whatever it is. But I always seem to put people naturally in the bottom right of the of the frame, you know, and, and I didn't notice that until I went back and started looking at all of actually, I remember the moment that I noticed it. It was when I was updating my website with uh, with new with new photos. I went through Lightroom, found all my favorite photos, and then started uploading them to uh, my website. And when I was watching the slideshow, I was like, wow, all of these photos look exactly <laughs> the same. It's all the same. Uh, and that's that's when I noticed that. So sometimes, you know, it's not, it's not a conscious decision that you're making, but it's something that you are doing. And having this time to go back uh, and look at all of your photos uh, really can help um, show off whatever uh, patterns it is that you're making whether it's consciously or subconsciously. Maybe you love, um, you know, the moodiness of a good underexposed photo. Or maybe this whole year you spent a lot of time with, uh, with a telephoto lens. But once you recognize uh, the patterns, you can easily make changes to achieve what it is that you want. So go back and, and look at those photos and once again, try to look for those patterns. But I think most importantly, look for patterns that worked, right? Figure out the things that you loved. Kind of make like a favorites list, I guess. So, so, so favorite all of the photos that you took this past year and that you love. And then try to figure out why you love those photos. Because once you do figure out um, what it is in a photo that, that you love, guess what? Then you can hopefully replicate that right if it if it's if it's the uh emotion that you love in your photos try to get better at uh, at, at interacting with others and 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 asking more lively questions and getting them to to express themselves in certain ways if it's if it's uh your your composition that you love in photos go even harder at that do more of that now when you go out to a session you know to look you know for for a tall building with, uh, you know, like a, um, uh, what's the word, like a, like a very contrasted color door, right? <laughs> you can put people in so that the eye automatically goes to them or something. Look for strong shadows um, from the sun. I guess you don't get shadows from the sun. Well, no, that's an interesting question. You don't get shadows from the sun. You get shadows from the building, but without the sun, you wouldn't have the shadows. I, uh, I'm not, I'm not even going <laughs> to dive deep into that. That's, that's, that's a whole nother podcast topic. I need to, I need to research. Um, so, so you really need to find the things that it is that you, that you loved that worked. So once again, that you can do more of those things. And since you've already done them before, it's going to be easier next time you show up to a session to, uh, to, to, to find those things, to find those things and make your photos work for you. So, um, you know, if you if you shoot portraits, you know, family photos, like I said, look uh, online for some other family uh, photographer groups and ask what works for them. That can work, you know, when you're trying to connect with kids, uh, try to get them to laugh. If you're a wedding photographer, there's plenty of wedding photography groups, you know, try to reach out and, and, and uh, become friends with these other people that, that you meet. Uh, so that you can start to slowly build your community of uh, people who you can lean on and trust and, and, and learn from as well. That's kind of what this podcast is. is it's, it's a way for you to um, 
hear the opinions of others and the ideas of others uh, and for you to decide what works for you and to to put to work in your own photography you know maybe uh maybe you're happy with your posing but wish that your reception shots were were better you know specifically um dancing photos and even more specifically uh getting focus in near pitch black reception right so now that you've that you've went back and you've looked at these photos you know you, like you see the things that you love awesome you, you're gonna you're gonna work on that you're gonna do more of those things to be better and now you've found the things that that you wish that you were better at so now with that information now you have a better idea of what to search when you're you know on on youtube or google to find ways to become better you can one of my favorite things is i'm a very visual person um just to search youtube for tips um and then i make like a youtube watch list and then once a month i just go through like all of those videos and just power through them try to get in like as much information as i can in that time but really I don't think that you should be trying to fix everything that you don't like about your photos because a lot of it is just going to get better throughout time through practice and uh, just continuing to shoot more and more. Um, also, if you try to fix like everything in your photos, you're really going to get overwhelmed. Um, you know, every photo that you take now is going to be a dud because it's not going to be technically perfect, and that's that takes all the fun out of out of photography. So. So don't do that. I would say just pick like one or two things that you really, really, really want to focus on in your photography um, and then just narrow down on that so that you can get better. Because if you just want to quote unquote get better at photography, it's not, it's just not going to work. When you're laser focused on what you want to get better at, it makes it easier to learn and to practice, obviously. So uh, I want to know um, what are you going to focus on this winter? Pause right now. Pause, okay, right now. Uh, and send me a message on Instagram. Uh, username R Hatfield Photo, all one word. R is in the letter for Raymond. Hatfield and then photo. Send me a message on Instagram. I would love to know what it is that you are going to be focusing on this winter. Go ahead and pause and, uh, and, and send me that message. I'll, I'll wait. Okay, welcome back. So, uh, one of the things that I'm going to be focusing on this winter, I took time and I looked through all of my photos. Um, and I remember last year, I focused heavily on adding more emotion in my photos by making sessions more fun, right? Not necessarily like, a, um, I guess like a traditional like emotional photo, like a photo that you look at and just like, you know, tears start coming down. It's, it's a lot more like fun. I wanted to add a lot more fun emotion um, because I want, you know, the way that I feel is that uh, like wedding planning can be very stressful, and the last thing that I want is for your photography to also um, be stressful. I don't want you to have to think about your engagement photos and think about like acting stiff and, and add on to that stress. I want it to be a very fun time, and I want it to be a break from the planning of, uh, of your wedding. So I, like I said, I focused a lot on adding emotion, and that was specifically through the um, unposed cards. Um, which uh, I had the creators Meg and uh, and Josh on the podcast, and we talked about what makes a a great photo um, and why unposed uh, definitely works for me. Right? It's not the it's not like a one size fits all answer. There's still a lot of things that can be uh, done 
uh, but this gets me like 90% to where I want to be in my photos. And that's what I worked on this whole last year. So, so this next year, I'm going to be even more focused on getting more emotion into my photos. And since this last year, I focused a lot on just the interaction that I had with my couples in front of the camera and the interactions that I had them uh, uh, interacting with each other, <laughs> you know, asking fun questions and answering uh, questions and playing jokes and stuff. Um, so this year, I'm going to put the, the adding more emotion on my shoulders by getting even tighter, right? I've talked about this before on the podcast. The only way that you can, uh, let me take a step back, humans, us, if you're listening to this, maybe if you have a dog in the car, just like cover their, their ears right now. But we humans look for other humans, right? And we specifically look for their eyes. We are always attracted to eyes because that's how we get a read of what people are thinking or doing or, or, or what have you. So large eyes are very captivating. And the only way that we can make eyes larger in a photo without using Photoshop is by getting closer to them by filling up more of the frame. So this year, I'm definitely going to be getting a lot tighter uh, with my couples. So so tighter uh, either with my lens. So using maybe, a, you know, an 85 instead of a, a 50 or something. Um, and then I will also physically be getting closer. So I can, I can kind of already see into my future. I'm sure this year I'm going to pick up a 70 to 200, which for the first time I, uh, uh, I'm actually considering, um, you know, I, I, I had one for a while and then I ended up selling it because I thought I just love primes. I love, uh, getting close to, to the, um, you know, whatever's going on and primes let me kind of do that in like a very, uh, subtle way, a very unobtrusive way. But, uh, I think maybe for like an engagement session, the 70 to 200, um, could really add something that uh, that 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 will really enhance the way that uh, that I work. I guess if that made any sense. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure this year I'm gonna probably pick up a 70 to 200 and uh, and start start working with that. Again, I really want to know what uh, what goals you are going to be working towards this year. I highly recommend that you write down two three tops things that you want to uh, improve in your photography over this next year. And I want to know how you are going to do it. Like I said, I want to add even more emotion to my photos. So I'm going to do that by getting physically closer to my couples. That's what I'm going to be doing. If you want to add more emotion in your photos, you can do that by, um, you know, asking other photographers what, what, you know, what things that they say, uh, read books on how to interact with people. One of my favorites is, uh, uh, da is it Dale Carnegie? Dan Car no Dale Dale Carnegie's book uh, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's um it's one of those like like staples I guess when it comes to um, interacting with 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 other people, uh, especially for like salesmen and stuff. But that book alone uh, is really helpful. It's a really helpful book. So maybe if you want uh, again to add more emotion in your photos, uh, pick up that book you know and read that and then start to uh, implement it into uh, your photography. So again, I want to know what it is, what two to three things you are going to work on this year in your photography and uh, share them with me on Instagram. And if you're not on Instagram, share them in the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook group so that we can keep everybody accountable. Um, and if you're not already a member of the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook group, 
you can find it just by heading over to Facebook, which you're probably on right now anyway, and uh, search for Beginner Photography Podcast. You'll see the group show up. There's three questions that you need to answer so that uh, I can prove that you're a human. I'm not trying to sell everybody in the group uh, some Ray-Bans, sunglasses, and then you're in, and that's it. It's a fun place to, uh, to share ideas, ask uh, questions without any sort of um, feeling of, you know, of, of, of is this a dumb question? Because there is no dumb questions because everybody's at a different point in their photography journey. And uh, that's, that's, that's really what the group is all about, is being a helpful place. So if you want to join, highly recommend that you do so. Um, uh, so once again, just head over to Facebook and search for Beginner Photography Podcast uh, group and you will, you will find it right there. So guys, that is it for this week. Nice short episode. I don't know how much longer my voice can last before I need at least another dozen cough drops. So uh, I want you to get out and, and shoot as much as you can. But if you can't shoot, then go back and reflect. That's what this whole episode is about. Go back and reflect on what worked for you so that when it is time to shoot again, you will be ready and you will be excited and you will be more prepared than ever to make 2019 uh, one of your best years ever when it comes to photography. So, again, uh, get out there. Uh, just be safe. Okay? No photo is worth losing your life. Okay? That's it. Until next week, I love you all. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us a review in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. And continue the conversation with Raymond and other listeners of the podcast by joining the Beginner Photography Podcast Facebook group today. Thank you. We'll see you again next week.